babies! How are you? It's your favorite online personal trainer, Liz King, back with another episode here at Made For Me Fitness. Please go ahead and leave a five-star review for this podcast because that is how I am able to keep making these. If you know me, I've dedicated the past two years of my life putting out free content and fitness information, so it means the world to me if you can leave a good review for this podcast. Any comments, any likes, whatever you can. Also, I have been a certified personal trainer for the last 10 years, and if you need a customized workout plan or nutritional guidance and one-on-one coaching with me, you can sign up to train with me at www.madeformefitness.com. Yes, I plugged myself, besties. I'm going to plug my own business because many of you may not realize that I am even a trainer and that I can personally help you get to your goals. And if these podcasts help you, but you need that little extra push and customization, I highly encourage you to sign up if you can. This episode is exciting for me on a personal level right now because I've just started doing this about two months ago. And even though I have done the early morning grind before, it's been hitting different. And I've experienced the differences between what does work and what doesn't work for me personally, but also what has helped many of my clients. Before I go further, I must clarify that the time at which you work out during the day doesn't really matter, besties. Like you're not going to see any crazy results if you do one versus the other. As long as you're showing up and you're being consistent, putting the effort into your workouts, eating appropriately for your goals, and following the right plan, you're going to be just fine. And this isn't an anti-afternoon or night owl speech. In fact, these habits can be incorporated into any part of your day for the most part and help you develop a better fitness routine. So whatever time of day works best for you, it doesn't matter. Do whatever fits your schedule, but if you do want to start waking up earlier and being a morning person and having a morning routine that is going to knock your socks off and ultimately make your days way better, this is for you. So here's your first question. Liz, if it doesn't matter what time, then why the hell would I want to wake up early and do a workout right away when I can just wait until later? You can't. However, I'm going to tell you what has changed for me and for many people before me (laughs) since starting this early morning journey. Number one, I've been way more consistent in the gym and my fitness level has improved uh, kind of drastically because of it. I have been consistent for a very long time, but the level of consistency that I'm showing now is way more. Even if it is just being accountable for getting that fourth day of strength training in or trying to show up every day and getting that extra cardio in where I'm not waiting till the end of the day and deciding I don't feel good or I'm too tired, it has just helped kind of cut the bullshit for me, which is really cool. Number two, my days have been more productive and focused overall. Three, I've had more energy. And four, Most importantly, I have added a whole fucking day to my day. I now have three to four hours every single morning to myself just to do 
whatever the fuck I want to do. I get my workout done, but I will also go on a walk or maybe journal or read or relax or listen to a podcast, sit by the pool, take a drive before I start my day and start work. It feels awesome. Like I just have gained an entire extra four hours of my day in the quietness of the morning when not a lot of people are up and doing things. And it has given me this freedom to like live, which is really cool. Number five. And last but not least, you get to talk about it and feel better than everybody else. I'm just being honest, but if I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and doing something good for myself, you're going to know about it. I'm making a podcast about it. I need the praise. I need the attention. I need the pat on the back. I need the positive reinforcement. It feels good. There is a reason why so many successful people in life, physically, financially, wake up at 5 a.m. It has been proven time and time again. Let's also take a look at the downsides, though. Number one, going to bed early. Ew, in order to wake up early, we have to go to bed early. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's a hard habit to create and a hard habit to keep because all it takes is that one late night to throw everything off. So that can get kind of annoying. I'm being real here. But I'm going to give you some tips on how to prevent that as best as you can And it sort of ends up just being like any other habit where you'll fall off and you kind of just have to deal with it in that moment. But you can get right back on track literally the next day. Like every day is a new chance to try it. And we try to think of our fitness journey like that very often. So it kind of falls within the same thing. So I think for me, it hasn't been very hard, but it is a really hard habit to, to create for sure and to keep around. So, but I'll give you some tips on that. Number two, waking up early. (laughs) It sucks when 5 a.m. rolls around, that alarm starts chirping. I am automatically angry. I am aggravated. I have been disrupted and I am uncomfortable. But it's only for the first 15 minutes. It's kind of interesting because... The first 15 minutes of your day for sure feels terrible. I'm just being real with you, okay? It it really does suck. But you wake up knowing it's going to suck. You're going to be like, this is the 10 to 15 minutes that this is going to suck. I try to do it with my eyes closed the entire time just so I don't have to fully accept that I'm awake yet. But the trade-off of 15 minutes of feeling crappy when I wake up versus feeling crappy for the rest of the day has been really worth it. Not saying that if you don't wake up early, you're going to feel crappy for the rest of the day, but I say when I wake up and I'm able to challenge myself and achieve something and just feel like I got the fuck out and did something for myself, like this is my version of self-care. Like the first thing that I did was take care of myself. It wasn't scrolling. It wasn't, it wasn't lounging around. Like I really created this energy and the action behind the rest of my day So it's been worth it. But that 15 minutes is pain. (laughs) It's pain. It's really painful. But 15 minutes of pain for 12 hours of peace, that's, I think it's worth it. It's a good trade-off. Those are really the only downsides that I've experienced. I know some people can feel more tired throughout their day later on, but 
it all just depends on your sleep schedule and it can take a while to adapt. So let's dive in on how to achieve being a morning person or creating a better morning routine or just a better fitness routine in general. We want to wake up. We want to give ourselves a day before our day, a day before your partner wakes up, a day before the world wakes up, a day before you have to answer emails before you're kind of jolted into the cold, hard world. It's like this three hours of bliss and it's beautiful. That 15 minutes of pain, for sure. But the next three hours, bliss. Do whatever you want, babe. Okay, so first, we're going to train ourselves to wake up early. Personally, before I started, I was definitely dabbling in waking up early. I would try and be able to stick to it for a little while, but then a fun weekend or like a few late nights, and then it was game over. But I do believe that that was the precursor to how I was able to start showing up to the gym earlier, pretty much on the spot. And this has been a goal of mine for longer than I can care to admit. So mind you, when I say that this all did happen, literally one day it just switched and it happened and it hasn't stopped. It was long overdue. There were many attempts before something really stuck with me, just like building any habit, changing the food you eat, starting to work out in general, meal prepping. Like You have to give it a bunch of trial runs before you actually latch onto it and say, okay, like this is it. So it's one of those things where you are going to have to try, like you're going to have to dabble in it for a while before you, it really sticks and it sticks in a way that is positive to you. So when training yourself to wake up early, there are three things you absolutely have to do in order to be successful. One, wake up at the same time every single day. Yes, even the weekends. Sure, a cheeky little sleep in will happen every now and again. That's okay. But all the other days, you have to wake up at the same time. If you're waking up at 6 a.m. some days and then 9 a.m. the other days, you are going to struggle. And without being said, that means that you also have to go to bed around the same time every night. I know, I know, I'm 30 and I still think that's what grandmas do. But let me say this, grandmas are just wise-ass women. They don't care if they look cool. They just do what they want. And they learned that going to bed early and waking up early for that early bird special is worth it. They're also very tired. But guess what? So am I. So are you. If you're tired, go to bed early. The process of going to bed at the same time, and especially at an earlier time, is probably the hardest part for me. If you're used to staying up late, you're going to lay your tushy down in that bed at 9.30 p.m. and be wide awake, probably even longer than you would have if you just went to bed at 12 like you normally do. So you're going to have to be prepared. Get books, even coloring books, get a journal, a guided meditation going. Try to stay away from your phone and things that will keep you up. Bestie, you are not going to fall asleep on time for a while. If you're lucky, this will only take you a few days. You pretty much have to bore yourself to sleep. Or at least it's going to feel like you're boring yourself to sleep. In reality, it's just you adjusting to being peaceful and calming down without 
an intense amount of stimulating factors like social media or TV or Netflix or things like that, like things that are just making our brains buzz. If you stay up late one night, you still wake up at the same time in the morning. You are going to be tired, but you will then be more tired to go to bed at the right time the next day. So there are going to be some days where you're going to have to drag your ass through it, and that's okay. Just give yourself that grace period and give yourself those moments where you are just actually getting your body adjusting to waking up early. You don't even have to work out in the morning right away, especially at first. Just simply practice waking up, getting out of bed, and doing something first thing every morning just so that you can get into that habit and eventually it won't feel as bad. Once you get into a good sleep schedule, it's going to feel like magic. Not only because you're probably getting more adequate sleep in general, but the things that you do right before you go to bed and right when you wake up are significantly better for your mood and mental health. There is nothing terribly wrong with scrolling on social media before bed or first thing in the morning, right? Like, it's it's all about how we perceive things. But it does alter how we start our day and how we think about our day and ourselves. And I know that my days are way better off when I don't scroll, when I don't immediately subject myself to all of the internet world that is going on, whatever app it is, whatever, okay? I can see one post or maybe one comment, or maybe somebody didn't like something I posted, and my day will kind of get fucked up for what? Even though it doesn't really bother me, like I can see a negative comment and be like, whatever, but I do feel like the rest of my day gets kind of altered. So I think it's it really does affect us more than we even think it is, and it might not be directly, right? Because I'm not going to internalize that comment and think, oh, that's me, but it might make me a little a little meaner to myself later on in the day when I'm tired. I might feel a little more shameful or I might beat myself up for something. It might kind of come out in a different way, but I feel like I have noticed a direct correlation between the days that I do wake up and kind of dive right into social media and dive into being distracted versus the days where I just wake up and don't think about a damn thing and just go to the gym and just move. So set a wake-up time and a bedtime and get to it. Number two, what you need is to wake up to something good. Yes, going to the gym is good, but mentally getting out of your warm, cozy bed to lift or do a workout isn't exactly enticing to our brains. We know that we are going to feel amazing once we get through it, but everything in our body and brain is saying, stay in bed. (laughs) So you have to give yourself something unquestionably good to look forward to. A little treat, if you will. You know I'm all about treats, and my favorite treat is coffee. We all know that. It's been fueling my workouts since I've started, almost. I will wake up for a coffee anytime, any day. Home-brewed, store-bought iced coffee, get it from the grocery store, just give it to me. I will wake up for anything. I don't wake up early to go to the gym. I wake up early to drink coffee and consume coffee in multiple different forms because I love that. 
That is my treat. When I wake up, I don't smell the gym. I smell the coffee. And that's what gets me to say, okay, we're going. We're up. I just, I know I have this treat. I'm going to make it. It's going to be waiting for me and it's going to taste good. And I just focus on that. All right. Obviously, once I've secured the coffee, I'm going to the gym because showing up to the gym with my coffee every morning is my only goal. I don't actually assess if I'm too tired to go to the gym or not until I'm there. It's 5.30 a.m. I'm going to be tired at that time anyways, so it's not a good time for me to make the judgment call that I'm too tired to go to the gym. Like, no shit. I'm tired. It's 5.30 in the morning, and I just woke up. I'm going to be tired. There's no point in me saying I'm too tired to go to the gym. Like, We already knew this was going to happen, so you're going to do it tired. The only goal is to wake up, get my coffee, and show up to the gym. Once I am at the gym and I start working out or I'm about to go into my workout and I feel, damn, I'm really actually way too tired to be here. I feel maybe dizzy. I feel like I've lost a lot of sleep or maybe I'm dehydrated or I didn't eat enough. You will, I will feel that shit once I'm there and once I'm moving. But until then, I don't know how my body is going to physically feel. My brain is going to tell me one thing, and yes, it's valid, but my brain tells me a lot of things that aren't fucking real all the time. That's what anxiety is, and that is part of how I make my judgment call when I go to the gym. And of course, I'm about intuitive training. That's what this is all about. So you can, if you wake up like dead, like sick, if (laughs) maybe not dead, but if you wake up really feeling low and the only thing that is going to help you is just to have a good sleep in, wake up, read a book, like have a chill day. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent for that. But I'm just talking about when we're training ourselves to wake up, we are going to wake up tired. There is no, am I too tired to go to the gym? Yesterday, I was too tired to go to the gym. I had a migraine that day and I still got my ass to the gym. I woke up, I did the routine, I got to the gym, I did nothing at the gym. I went to the gym and I showered and I went home because I assessed in that moment that I felt a little too fucked up. Like I just felt kind of sick. And I was like, there's no point in me pushing myself. Like every kind of movement feels a little achy, feels a little funky. So I'm not going to do that. But I still reinforced the habit. I still got there. Obviously, if you're very sick, just stay the home. Like just stay home, right? I'm not saying that you have to ignore all of your cues and all of your better judgments. We want to keep it intuitive, but we also want to be able to teach ourselves to show up even when we are a little tired, even when we are trying to do something hard. Like you can do hard things. Maybe get a friend on board so that they show up too and you get to meet them at the gym at 6 a.m. That's what I did. (laughs) Maybe get a cute gym outfit. It could be the idea of getting to listen to a playlist or having a bomb-ass protein shake when you wake up or after your workout. Get creative, but give yourself a little nugget of something to look forward to when you're getting up that early. We know we're going to wake up and be tired. We know we're not going to want to wake up. So what is going to get our ass up? Number three, girl, plan ahead. Plan ahead. Get your clothes out and ready. 
get your bags packed, get your food ready for the day, whatever you need to get yourself to the gym, get that stuff out the night before. No chance in hell am I waking up to sift through my drawers and figure out what I'm wearing at that hour. It's kind of dark. My boyfriend blasts the AC, so it's a freaking tundra in our room. And if I'm out of bed, I want to get the fuck out of my bedroom as soon as possible. So I set everything up for myself the night before in the bathroom or right outside my door so that every morning, boop, clothes on, throw my cozy sweatpants on over it, go make my coffee, go to the gym. I could do it with my eyes closed. And I actually do it with my eyes closed most mornings. I bring all of my skincare and stuff like that to the gym. So there's no time to get caught up in anything that will that will add more time between me being awake and getting my ass in the gym. The best thing you can do for yourself is to be prepared so you don't have to think about anything at all until after you get there. Or better out or better yet, even after your workout. I don't care if you've got dishes to do, laundry, emails to answer. It does not matter. Wake up, clothes on, get bag, and go. That's it. Repeat that to yourself. That's your morning meditation. That is your morning mantra. The second you start thinking about anything else regarding what you're about to do, no. Cut it out. Wake up. Put clothes on. Get bag. Go. Wake up. But you see what I'm saying? Like, just repeat the system and try to go through it without getting tripped up by any of your thoughts. Now, I want to talk about the concept of giving yourself a day before your day. So often we associate working out and eating right with work. It's called working out, for fuck's sake. And I understand that changing a significant amount of habits and changing your mentality on learning patterns we've clung to for years is very, very difficult. This is not an easy thing. It's not as easy as getting a workout plan, getting a nutrition plan, and like, boop, you're doing it. No, it's very complicated. And let alone the workout itself is physically challenging on top of that. So what I like to teach my clients is that self-care starts within the body. It starts with your mind, your physical body, and also what you're feeding your body, how you're fueling yourself. You can survive without skincare and hair care. You can survive without getting your nails done. You can survive without wearing cute clothes. All of those are really important things yet, but if we aren't eating properly enough to help our body and brain function, and if we aren't moving enough in order to help our body stay strong and healthy and create more energy, then that poses the question, are we really taking care of ourselves? Because that's where everything starts. And I'm not saying that even in relation to fat loss or weight loss either, I'm talking about the type of movement that is keeping your joints mobile, making you feel capable of doing things. Exercise literally helps you grow parts of your brain that make you happier. You're able to carry things and you're able to live your daily life much easier without being exhausted all day, every day. 
You're creating energy and momentum within your life, which will show up in various ways, your jobs, your relationships, friendships, and just overall quality of life and longevity of life as well. If you aren't fueling your body properly and if you are not moving your body often, I'm sorry, but where does the self-care start? And it's not easy to achieve. And there isn't a guarantee as to how long it will take you to achieve these things. We've all heard the saying, fall in love with the process. Now, what I would like to add to that is you have to create a process that you can fall in love with. Falling in love with a workout and eating right (laughs) seems a little unattainable, especially when most people do have a weight loss or fat loss goal Like, no, I'm not in love with trying to lose fat. I'm not in love with trying to change my body due to a beauty standard because every doctor has told me I'm obese or because none of my clothes fit anymore. No, I'm not in love with the process. To add to that, the amount of women who have hormonal imbalances and insulin issues, PCOS, where all of a sudden we start rapidly gaining weight even though we haven't changed anything about the way we eat or work out. And no matter how much we work out or diet, weight will stay the same or maybe even keep going up. Maybe you're trying to build muscle because you're tired of feeling weak. If you don't do this, you're going to be weak. If you don't do this, you're going to be fat. If you don't do this, you're going to be lazy. How can you fall in love with a process that has so much negativity to it. It has so much shame, so much guilt, so much like icky body feelings and weird pressure that we put on ourselves. And it feels so wrong. Like it just feels so fucking wrong. No, I do not love that process. And you're telling me, oh, you just have to fall in love with the process, bitch. When your process feels like you're trying to outrun a drastic change in your body that is sucking up all of your energy, your confidence, and even your self-worth, you're going to struggle falling in love with the process, bestie. And that's valid. No one would fall in love with that process. Now, based on my previous episode, Body Neutrality, we all know that our bodies and weight have nothing to do with confidence or self-worth, right? But that's just what it fucking feels like. And that is valid. So what I'm telling you is you have to create your own process. You have to create a process that you can fall in love with regardless of what is happening to your body. And you're going to do that by giving yourself a day before your regular day starts. If that isn't possible, if you already wake up super early already for work or whatever you're doing, I want you to apply the same concept of giving yourself a day within your day or maybe at the end of your day regardless, okay? Nobody's excluded from this. I'll start with an example of my day before the day. I wake up at 5.30, more realistically, 5.40. I get dressed. My stuff is packed. I go downstairs. I brew my coffee. I get to the gym. I go inside. My friend is there. We go to the weight room and lift for an hour, sometimes less, sometimes more, depending on how much we talk. Then I go sit in a sauna for about 10 minutes or as long as I can stand it, and then I take a shower. I take my time. I do the hair treatment. I do the body scrub. I shave. I've never showered more before in my life. 
you all know I've struggled with depression, anxiety. I can go weeks without showering. So the fact that I do it almost every day is a huge deal for me. And it's because of this morning routine. It's because I pack my stuff, I get out of the house, I get out of the place that could potentially overwhelm me with lots of things to do, lots of responsibilities, and I do something for myself. I wake up and I take care of myself. I understand I'm going to a very nice gym, but I've done this with many other types of gyms, right? So even just the fact that you're out of the house and doing things that are not in your normal environment is really helpful for you mentally. So try to take that into consideration. So after my shower, I go over to the vanity and I do my makeup, which is also huge for me. Huge. A part of one of my goals earlier this year was to start getting better at makeup. I've never done makeup enough on myself to really feel confident or to feel good about myself wearing makeup. I was never good at it because I never practice it. And I tried to make a, I tried to habit stack this with waking up early. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do my makeup no matter what it is. I'm going to try something maybe a little different, maybe something a little new every day until I got good at it. And it is just part of the entire process. And now I wear makeup a lot, whereas sometimes some people's process is about wearing less makeup, but I'm the type of stressy depressy that just like won't do a damn thing for myself. So me showering, me doing makeup as frequently as I am right now, just because of this routine is huge, is huge because I have the time to do it. I'm not surrounded by all the shit that I have to do in my house or for work or anything like that. This is my day before the day. This is my self-care day. And this all takes about two to three hours. Within that time, I have done everything to take care of my body and my mind before I dedicate all my attention to my clients and work. My days have never been better. When I don't work out or it's a rest day, I still go to the gym. I'll sit in the sauna or I'll stretch or foam roll or stroll on the treadmill. Maybe I'll shower. Maybe I will have some extra time. So I will try to read or I'll journal or something. That's something I'm still working on, right? Sometimes I I get into phases where I do it every day and then I fall off and I've fallen off. But regardless, I am still waking up and showing up for myself on my rest days. I still show up and I show up to the routine because that is how well it sets me up for my day, regardless of whether I'm working out or not. And when the end of the workday comes around, all of my energy and focus has been devoted to my clients, to creating content for social media, to help you guys, to do a podcast. I am fried by the time I get to the gym in the evening. If I go to the gym in the evening, my brain is toasted. But now I just get to sit there and I get to be fried and I get to decompress from my day. I get to talk to my boyfriend. I sit outside, maybe call a friend. I've been going on hikes and shit. That's cool. Or I sit in a park or even just watch TV, or then I can clean some stuff. I get to do the mindless stuff at the time of day when I am no longer capable of using my mind. The first three to four hours of my day has easily become my favorite time of the day because I have created a process around self-care that I could fall in love with. 
I prioritized putting myself in a place that I can fall in love with. Working out is a part of it, yes, but I'm not showing up just to work out. I'm showing up to show up for myself because I feel so much better after doing that type of self-care as soon as I wake up versus waking up maybe a half hour before work, scrolling on social media, or being surrounded by the dishes and shit that I have to do all my other responsibilities, emails, like, trust me, I love my job. I love my clients. I am very good at it, but I still get overwhelmed by all the things that I have to do. And I do work from home. So when I'm working from home, I'm always looking at the shit that I didn't do yesterday. I'm looking at the bed maybe I didn't make. I'm looking at the journal I haven't written in for a couple days. I'm looking at all the books that I haven't read yet. I'm looking like I have to take my dog out a million times. Like there's all these things that kind of surround your mind when you're not away from it. So using the gym and using your workout as like your escape, as a moment to decompress, as a moment to build yourself up instead of something that you just throw to yourself at the end of the day when you're just incapable of enjoying anything is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. If I don't leave myself time to work out, if I don't set my day up well, I burn out. When I don't set myself up to succeed in a day, I always crumble. Maybe not right away, but it will always catch up to me. It starts and it ends with me. It starts and it ends with you. Above anyone else, all of your other responsibilities, you come first. If the plane is going down, you put your mask on first. You put your life jacket on first before helping others. Because because if you're not setting yourself up with your routine and daily habits, you're going to feel like you're drowning. So one of the best ways to practice putting yourself first is literally making your day about you, putting yourself first. You're not going to wake up. And take care of anybody else. If you're a mom, like, you know what I mean. But still, try to wake up a little bit earlier than your kids and try to do something. Give yourself a peaceful moment to sift your coffee before you get your kids. You know, I understand we have all these different responsibilities, but still, like, do everything that you can to physically put yourself first. And it feels really hard. It feels like work, which is why it's so easy to just sweep that shit under the rug. The second something happens, what is the first thing to go? The workout. Oh, I don't have time to work out. The food. Oh, I didn't have time to make food. I had to order something else. Like the two main basic like self-care routines that we have for ourselves are the first things to go out the door anytime something else comes up anytime our focus or we get busy or anything else. It's crazy. And I know that the world is kind of set up for it to be like that because it's like we can't just not go to our job. We can't just like stop functioning, right? But then we give up anything that we do for ourselves. This is crazy. So I want you to create a process that you love. I want you to set yourself up well for the day. I want you to set yourself up so that you can wake up and you can show up for yourself every single day in whatever way that that means. You don't have to start it off by working out early in the morning, even just waking up early, getting used to doing something nice in the morning for yourself, something that you enjoy, or just sitting with yourself or just being in the world before anybody else is up. It feels really good. It's the sense of peace and it's the sense of like, I don't have to fucking deal with anything yet. 
Whereas then as soon as those emails start rolling in, the world starts waking up, like then we're actually ready to take on the day and we're able to have that energy that we created in the morning. We've already accomplished something and the rest of the day is just getting through work, getting through the day and just feeding ourselves. It makes the rest of your day so much easier. So think of something that will help you enjoy this process, whether it is a coffee, a tea, a breakfast, some kind of treat, some kind of accountability, getting a trainer that's going to push you that you get to see every morning, getting going to a nice gym, getting a friend, getting a buddy, like do whatever you can to make this a process something that you enjoy. One more thing I want to touch on is how it really changes your fitness journey overall. There is something to be said about consistency and working out in the morning. I always say, if you plan to work out in the morning, 90% of the time, it's going to be a yes. It's going to happen. That's a percentage I also just made up. But most of the time, it's going to be a yes, and it's going to happen at some point of the day. But if you leave it until the end of the day, it's always a maybe. You might hit traffic on the way home from work. You might work late. You might have to pick up your kids or maybe your friends are going out and you want to go too. There goes your hour for a workout. Your only hour for self-care that you have left for yourself at the end of the day when your mind is numb is gone. So when you plan on doing it in the morning, sometimes you might wake up late, sometimes you might miss it, but you're way more likely to even hit the gym before the end of the day because you're like, fuck, I missed this. I need to just like do it right after work. You're way more likely to get it done throughout the day, even if you do miss that morning session. Otherwise, that morning session, you're going to wake up. If if your butt is in the gym, if you get there, if you roll on over to your workout area, whether that's at home, wherever that is, you're going to do something. Your consistency with your workouts will likely double if that's even possible. Even as consistent as I have been with working out over the years, the morning hits different. I am showing up way more than usual and doing some form of movement, whether it is stretching or a walk or foam rolling. That's what I did the other morning. I spent an hour stretching and foam rolling and that is something that I was slacking on and it's benefited me greatly. I feel great now. And bestie, the gains. If you follow me on social media, I'm getting kind of jacked if I do say so myself. My boyfriend says I look like an MMA fighter (laughs) in the most endearing way. I take that as a a compliment, right? Like who doesn't want to look like the bitch that can beat somebody up, right? So it's awesome. Like I feel good. I'm getting way stronger and it's been paying off in the best way possible (laughs) because other than that 15... First, that first 15 minutes of waking my ass up, it is easy. I am on autopilot. My brain is not thinking about all the things that are going to happen in my day. I just do it. I do have a lifting plan that I made for myself that I follow. I am a personal trainer. So I don't think about what I'm doing ever. I just do it. I have it pre-planned. I know it's supposed to work. And then I just do it. As long as I do it, it will work. And that is the same reason why I have majority of my clients to help coach them through and to help give them a plan so that they can just show up and do it and not question, 
is this even the right workout? Is this the right workout video? What, what am I even doing? Is this even going to work? Like having all of those extra birds chirping in your ear is not helpful, not helpful at all. Because the second you think about it, the second you waver, the second you think that you are not, that what you're doing is not going to be worth it, it's over. You have to make a process that you love, create a process that you love and have the plan and set yourself up so well that it is almost impossible to not follow through with it. Some days I'll go a little lighter in weight when I'm not feeling so hot. Other days I'll go way heavier when I feel like it's possible. But either way, I am showing up and getting it done. And either way, I am still showing up for myself and showing up for the routine. It's not about what... It's not even about what I can do. I just follow. It's not even about changing my body in that moment. I just follow the plan that I know is going to work for me. I just follow it. I don't have to think about that day to day. If I'm like, if I show up and I do this, like it's going to work. So then you actually learn how to trust the process as well. So not only are you in a process that you enjoy, you can trust the process as well. So much of your fitness journey is about just having a plan and having a routine that you can fall in love with and a process that you can fall in love with. Starting your day with self-care and with an early morning exercise will help you be consistent. It will also help you get more movement in throughout the rest of your day. And it can also help you stay on track with food as well. The best time to work out for you is the one that you can stick to. So do not feel like you have to wake up at 3 a.m. If you go into work at 5 a.m., girl, like you're not waking up at 3 a.m., okay? Let's be real. But if you can swing an hour or two out of your morning, I would really, I highly suggest doing it, at least trying it. And it's okay if you try it and it works for a while and then maybe something happens, it stops working. That's totally fine. But I think the journey of trying to work, get workouts done in the morning is really significant and it's really helpful and it's a good thing to practice along your fitness journey. Now, you don't have to be upset if it doesn't work for you. At least you're still trying. I want you to go into this with a really open mind and an understanding that this might not be the best thing for you and the best thing for you might be an afternoon workout or an evening workout and that is okay. Still, as long as you are carving out that time for yourself and you are able to be as consistent as possible, that is all that matters. But I do think it's worth it to give this a shot, try waking up earlier, and see how it changes your fitness journey, see how it changes your mood, see how it changes your day and your overall quality of life. Because it's certainly been proven by a lot of successful people that wake up really early not only successful in fitness, but just in life as well. So this is your sign to start waking up early and going to the gym early in the morning. That is all that I have for you today. I hope that this has inspired you in some way or you have learned a little bit about the benefits of potentially having an earlier morning routine for yourself. And I hope some of you try it. Please leave a comment if you are going to try this um, and let me know how it goes. I'm really curious to see how everybody's experience pans out. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.